Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Science of Yes with your hostess, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach. Each week, Pam will speak about the energy of yes and how you can use it to create an extraordinary, prosperous life that you will absolutely love. Pam has spent a lifetime creating and leading transformational programs and is passionate about making abundance available for everyone through the power of yes. Callers are welcome, and we invite you to like Pam's show before leaving the program. So, open your mind and open your heart and be ready to receive what is possible for your friend, the Yes Coach. Good evening and welcome. This is um, Pam Heath, the Yes Coach, and it's Thursday evening. We're here every Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific Time to have a conversation about the power and the energy of yes. And um, as usual, we are here, ready to go, excited about what we have to offer. Every week we examine the energy of yes and how you can leverage your knowledge and belief in that power to create an extraordinary, prosperous life by design. So what I do for a living, I'm a life coach and I'm a business strategist, and I specialize and helping you break down the barriers that block you from what you're committed to achieving in life, whether it be in your personal life or in your professional life. My background is in personal development, communication, team management, and organizational control. I couple that with years of empowering individuals to achieve their best results. I spent a lifetime as a legal administrator and an operations manager, And I also spent many years focusing on leading impactful transformational programs. And I work with you to enhance your ability to create an extraordinary life that you absolutely love. It's possible to love life, yes, even during these chaotic and very, very turbulent times. You can still find joy, passion, happiness, fun. I call myself a yes coach, and I call my process the science of yes. And you can join me here each week on my show. Like I said, it happens every Thursday at 8 p.m., and I'll guide you into having it all. You don't have to let your fears keep you frozen in place. You can take on life and everything it has to offer. Say yes to life. Please take the time to visit my website at www.yescoachforyou.com. That's www.yescoach, the number four the letter U.com. You can sign up for downloading my ebook, The Yes Blueprint, Scale Your Business to Win. You can come on my program and get answers to your questions regarding starting a business or creating your business plan or anything around getting your business going. And I can support you. I focus on conscious professionals, people who are in what we call the new age, creative artists or, or anybody of that um, utilize their unique and very, very personal um, experience and services. And um, though I don't do readings, I'm not a psychic, you might be amazed at how I can support and guide you if you want life, career, and even romance guidance. So coming from the energy of yes, 
I can use anything as possible, and you can have anything in life. Callers are welcome. You can call in and ask questions at any time. You can call in at the number 760-888-5700. I look forward to hearing from you. Again, you can visit my website at www.yescoachforyou.com. Or you can write to me at Pam Heath, my name, Pam Heath, at yescoachforyou.com. Write to me, call into the show. I'd love to hear from you. I'm here every week, and I'm here to empower you with the science of yes. So today, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the energy of yes and the and how you can utilize the power of yes to fuel your, your passion, your dreams, to take on everything that life has to offer. I also um, I want to read a little bit from my book. I just published my first, um, my first book. It's called Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And I'm very excited about it. And I'm gonna. I've been reading excerpts from it on my show every week. And today is no section. I have chosen a section of my um, book to read to you today. The book is called Say Yes: Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And we're going to be reading a portion of that book here in um, in the show today. But before we do that, I want to talk about a little bit about um, the science of yes and what it involves and, and what it's about so that you can understand what I'm talking about when I say um, the science of yes. I made that up. I created, um, I created that, you know, yes is a thing. You know, I wasn't 100% sure how I had it um, distinguished for myself. I, I basically coach from a positive mindset. And at some point during, um, during my uh, teaching as a coach and as an executive assistant, I started to distinguish that there was a very specific way that I went about, you know, having conversations with people about my process. And my process had everything to do with um, my belief that anything is possible and you can have anything you want in life. Now, you know, when I say you can have everything you, anything you want in life, I mean I'm talking about your desires, your dreams, your visions of what's possible. You know, obviously if you are overweight and you want to lose weight, just wanting to lose weight is not going to have you lose weight. You're actually going to have to roll up your sleeves and get to work, diet, exercise, do everything you know to do to lose weight or you're not going to do it. And it's the same thing with the science of yes. There are some very specific actions that you're going to want to take in order for you to have what you desire in life, including the your dreams and the things you dream about and envision for your future. You actually do want to take those things on. So, you know, um, you'll be you'll understand. Um, and you will, um, you will, t- you can take that on. The science of yes, and the power of yes. For me, it always comes down to one thing: 
And that is what it is that you're committed to in life. What do you want? It's the critical thing that I talk to with all my clients, especially in the beginning when they first hire me. What do you want that you want to have and you don't have it yet? And then I, and after I distinguish with them um, what they want, I then look to see what are you willing to do to have that thing? What are you willing to do to have it? Whatever it is that you want. And then the third thing I ask them, and this is the most critical question, after I get the answer to the first two questions, what do you want and what are you willing to do to get it? The third question I ask them is, are you coachable? Are you coachable? Are you someone who, when you take on someone being your coach, are willing to open yourself up to receive the information they're going to give you? Because you're going to be someone who takes it on faith that the person you chose as a coach is the right coach for you. You have nothing to fear about whether or not they're the right coach or they're coaching you the right way or anything like that. You have nothing to fear. And I mean it. There is absolutely nothing to fear. Now, having said that, I can appreciate that, that what might be there is that this could be something that you tried to get before and did not succeed in, in getting, and so you might think that it's hard or this isn't something that's going to happen for you right away. And that's always a possibility that it may not happen for you right away. Have you ever noticed that there are some people in life that just seem to be in a perpetually good mood all the time? Have you ever noticed that? Do you find that annoying? Okay, fair enough. Um, what is the opposite of that, what I just said? Somebody that you know of or you may have met in your life or could be you, somebody who from the moment they wake up in the morning to the moment they put their heads down, to sleep, they're just in a perpetual good mood. They're just happy campers. You know, they seem to be smiling. Nothing gets them down. What is the opposite of that? Someone who is always happy, trusting, satisfied, fulfilled, would that then be somebody who is sad, depressed, and suspicious, dissatisfied, no purpose in life? Let me ask you something. Do you know anybody like that? Please, please, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm not asking you to judge the people in your life, but do you know people who are always sad, always depressed, they're suspicious, sarcastic, dissatisfied, cynical, they have no purpose? And when you are around people like that, you know, sad, unhappy, depressed, that, that dreaded word, negative, how does that make you feel when you are around them? How does the impact way that they are leave you? How does it make you feel? Tell me. Just be honest. Are you a little bit stopped by them being that way? Do you buy into their negativity? Because that's what I'm going to talk about today is how other people's moods can impact you. In order to do that, in order to address that, 
I'm going to talk a little bit about myself. And some of you have listened to my show before and you know me. And some of you are hearing me for the first time. Um, my name, again, is Pamela Heath, and I'm a single parent, and I live in Southern California. And Southern California is my stomping grounds because I grew up in South Central Los Angeles. I'm colorful, I'm passionate, I'm loud. I studied broadcast journalism and communications, and I actually did a stint once way back when I was in college as a stand-up comedian. I'm very straightforward, and I crave people keep to the facts when they're having conversations with me. I like pina coladas, but I don't like to walk in the rain because I don't want to mess up my hair. I'm a storyteller. So when I speak, my methodology in interacting with people, when I talk to them about what I call the science of yes, is my story. Stories about me, about my life, my experiences, and why I created this compelling process to live life. I'm a little sappy and I cry when I see sentimental movies or TV shows and I act all gruff and tough and then um, some episode of some TV show comes on and I see a mother reunited with her baby and I start bawling. I'm easily touched, moved, and inspired. I have one son. His name is Anthony. He's 30 years old and he's an aspiring music producer. I gave birth to three children and I raised two of those children to adulthood. Anthony, who is my third child, is my last surviving child. I gave birth to a daughter when I was 20 years old. Her name was Alvesta Mildred Lorraine Heath. Both my mother, Lorraine, and her mother, Mildred, were lobbying to have me name my daughter after them, so I gave her both of their names. Plus, her first name is my great-grandmother's name, Mildred's mother, Alvesta. There is a lot of story around her name. Um, Mildred's mother, Alvesta, ran away from home when she was pregnant with Mildred. Alvesta was married to a very violent and abusive man with whom she already had four children. And when she realized she was once again pregnant, she wasn't interested in any more abuse and just took off. Sam, right out the door and down the road. And that was in 1918, which was amazing because women just didn't do that back then. So she ran off and she joined the circus and she eventually settled in New Orleans, Louisiana and she changed her name to Ella Charles. And we grew up thinking she was this person, Ella. But when she died, she actually told my grandmother, Mildred, that she had a sister and then she died. And with that little bit of information, my grandmother did some sleuthing and she found some paperwork in Ella's things and we learned then that she was actually somebody named Alvesta Jones. So in reality, Alvesta, a.k.a. Ella, ran away pregnant in a time when women didn't do that. World War I was on, and my great-grandmother is pregnant and running away from home. So can you picture that? This pregnant woman of color ran away, changed her name, and became this whole other person and lived her entire life until the end of her life as Ella Shaw. Her sister, Eldest, attended her funeral. And we got to meet an entirely different branch of our family when she passed. Now, that's a lot of information I just gave you in, you know, one swell swoop pattern in my life of power, passion, and magic that flows through my family line. People of color with colorful lives. So my firstborn child, my 
beautiful daughter was named for these incredible women, an extraordinary poet, a talented and prolific artist, and a beautiful human being who lit up a room like a warm lantern when she walked in. And she had this soft, raucous laugh that was utterly infectious. She died. My daughter, Augusta, died in the early morning hours of a Friday afternoon, uh, Friday morning, pardon me, in August 2007. And even now, all these years later, I'm sometimes overwhelmed by the pain of that event, which transformed my life and altered my perception of life. You see, suicide has a stigma attached to it, which kind of created an experience that is both tragic and impactful, coupled with an element of shame, guilt, and devastation that compounds the loss. As a parent, I couldn't help but feel that somehow I had failed because my daughter took her own life, and the feeling of loss is indescribable. She was gone forever, this little human being that grew up to be my best friend. So having shared that about my firstborn child, my second child, I gave birth to in 1988, and she died at birth. And I went through 23 hours of labor and um, pushed and breathed and did everything I was supposed to do. And she died almost literally minutes after she was born. I held her in my arms. And um, there was a complication, and she died. And I named her Brigat son, who is my son, Anthony. He was born in 1989. He was a miracle baby. The same thing that caused me to lose forget began to happen when I was pregnant six months with Anthony. And so uh, I was fortunate, and it, and it turned out that an uh, expert in that particular um, problem that I had that had me lose forget, he was able to save Anthony. So Anthony was born, and he is alive today. He's 32 years old. And um, it's just amazing that I have these incredible, incredible examples of what it is to be a parent, to lose a child, to love a child, and raise a child and have them pass away. All of that is something that is very, very unique to parenthood. And it's maybe hard for you to reach out, to connect, to be with people, to honor community in any way. And if that's the case, then um, I want you to know that you're not alone. And that's what set me off on my journey to give away to and share with people where I'm at about um, loving life and saying yes to life. When I was um, older, after I, you know, my daughter was 12 and my son was just, a baby, I, um, I stumbled onto a program called the Landmark Forum. And when I did the Landmark Forum, the Landmark Forum was this incredible um, place that taught me about transformation, about transforming my life. And um, that's where I learned to generate from a positive mindset. It's really incredible when you can look at life and you can generate anything you want for life from a positive mindset. So whatever it is that you want in life, whether it be something around your career, whether it be something around romance, whatever it is you want, 
you can set out to have it, you can manifest it, and you can generate it yourself, for yourself, no matter what the circumstances are, you can have it. And that's pretty much the basis of my belief and my teaching for the science of yes. So, again, I'm here. I'm Pamela Heath. I am um, what I call the yes coach, and I teach people to live their life inside the power and the magic of the science of yes, and I'm here to answer any questions you might have around that. The number to call in is area code 760-888-5700. If you have any questions, um, I just published my first book, um, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dream. I'm going to be reading a small excerpt from that book tonight, and um, I encourage you to go onto Amazon. Do a, do a search on Amazon for me, for my name, Pamela Heath. I noticed that there are several books that are out around yes, the power of yes. And in order for you to go pick up my book, my book is called Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. But I'm the only author on Amazon with a yes book with my name. So search for my name, Pamela Heath, and my book will pop up. And please buy it and please review it if you do buy it. If you do that, if you buy the book and you can get the Kindle version of it, and read it and review it, I will send you an autographed copy of the paperback version of the book. All you have to do is contact me and let me know that you did do that. You can write me an email at pamheath at yescoachforyou.com and say, Pam, I bought your book on Amazon. I read it and I left a review. And when I confirm that the review is there, I will mail you a copy, a paperback copy of my book autographed by me. So I would love to do that for you. So contact me and let me know that it's done. And I see that we have a caller, and I don't know if the caller has a question for me or if they're just um, hanging out, but I'm going to check in with them and see if they do have a question. So uh, let's take a look. Hi, this is Pam Heath, and you're on live with the Science of Yes. Who's this? Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is Pastor Don Jr., CEO. How do you feel tonight, Elder? I'm doing good. Did you say Pastor Don Sr.? Don Jr. No, my my father is senior, but I'm junior. Okay. We actually have a third, too. But uh, I was reaching out because uh, I've been listening for a minute online, and I definitely love uh, the whole premise of discussion. And uh, it's kind of like that movie Yes Man with uh, Jim Carrey. Once he started bringing positive energy into his life, not focusing on what they don't have or getting wrapped up into what's not happening, they was looking at the, the brightest side of every situation. Things started illuminating. Now, not everybody is going to understand the move of God because sometimes God will take you through a lot of fire to rebuild you. Uh, you go work out and you break your muscles. You don't injure them to the point they can't rebuild. You break them out so they can heal. And if you don't break these muscles, they will never get to go where they go. I say that to say this. You're doing something amazing, and I want to give you your flowers while you're here. A lot of times you do these shows and people call in, and it's just random callers. I've been on over 4,500 shows, and I've been doing this for 23 years, and I've been a pastor for 17 years, and I'm doing something amazing, but I had to change my attitude to change my income. So while I'm on the line with you and I have your line open, I want to do three things. Number one, I want to give you props and kudos for you staying in the fire. Number two, 
I want to ask a question, but number three, the most important thing is I want to let you know that there's somebody out here right now that's under the sound of my voice that's never heard me before, and they're going to continually call your show because you open a platform. So by you having this platform, the uh, the radio stations or the new time capsules back in the 60s when they would have the 20-year reunions and whatnot, they would, they would dig it up and see what happened and what changed. But now everything is on demand. Everybody's a cameraman. So what you have in, in being the curator of this platform, my question to you with the power of saying yes, how do you transfer somebody who's so used to saying no into the catalyst of them saying yes so they can change their lives? Because I have 300 winning team members globally. Uh, we all come from different backgrounds and walks of life, and you've been doing a lot of educating. Uh, I believe that information and knowledge, it becomes wisdom once it's applied. So my question to you is, how do you transfer somebody who's so used to saying no and is saying yes that don't know that they're ready to be on that side of the coin? Uh, how I do it, because I get this question comes up with me quite a bit, actually. People often ask me that same question. They ask it in different ways, but it's always the same. People who are saying no to life, how's that going? That's the first thing I ask them. How's it going saying no? Okay. Do you have what you want in life? Are you satisfied with what you have in life and what you're reaching for? Because saying yes is, you know, connecting to that which is resonating with God. He is yes. God is yes. Okay? If you want something, you have to say yes. Now, that is not to say to write the word no out of your vocabulary. Okay? This is not about semantics. This is not about English, okay? This is about your willingness to do what it takes to have the things in life that you want. So, in other words, if you are being, yes, like who you are being, who, how you conduct yourself is yes, then you will resonate at the level of the energy of the universe, at the energy of God, and you will have what you want. And I can prove it. I prove it all the time to people. I can well, I'm, I'm, everything you're saying, it really makes a lot of sense to me because, um, you know, when I deal with people as a pastor, the only people I can help, they got to be 97% of what they need to be. When I first started pastoring, in my first five years of being a pastor, I was very disappointed in people because I wasn't dealing with people that wasn't all the way there. You know, they was at 40%, 80%, or not even, in some cases they was at 50%. And I'm sitting here thinking I could be God and help them where God has to bring the increase is that, you know, saying one plant, one water, and God bring the increase. But the biggest thing about uh, doing these radio shows, I'll kind of be a fly on the wall. And a lot of times I just come and listen to hear the cadence, to hear what's said, and to get the wisdom. But then in certain situations, how you drop the knowledge tonight, I couldn't just be a fly on the wall on the Internet. I had to physically call in and say, A, I do hear what you're saying. B, you're loved, important, and special. But the most powerful thing is you're making it wisdom because you're implying your information that you research, the knowledge from your experience, and you actually put it in motion. That's what makes it wisdom. So as far as I'm concerned, I need to give you your flowers while you're here. And what you just said really opened up the door for me because it's a lot of people I want to help, but I can't I can't help anybody until I help myself. And I have a problem saying no. And I just started saying no about, I said about, about six months ago. Well, I had to tell people, no, I can't do it. But normally, because I'm the pastor, people call me with violin situations and it's not conducive to my everyday lifestyle, and I'll say yes. And if I say yes, I'm in and up short and sick. 
So what you said, me being wise enough to apply the wisdom information and put it in an instant motion, I'm running through my Rolodex of people who needs to be on first base, who needs to be on second, and who needs to totally drop from the team. So I just, this is not a dream. It, 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 the revolution will not be televised. Revolution is here. But revolution and change are the two same words. It's people who wait for things to happen, and it's people that's going to actually make it happen. But it will be yeah. making it happen. I have to be proactive and actually let you know that you're doing the right thing. Now, when we call yeah. it after the show or whatever, but sometimes God sends people, you know, uh, many are called, few are chosen. You know, I, I sent out this message to over 40 yeah. people, but only, only a very few going to show up. And now, if I sent out a negative yeah. message and say, hey, we, we, we drinking, licking, and smoking blunts over here, where you going to be at? Everybody will be there. But what I'm saying, we're talking about some positive stuff to change your life and change your situation. We, we got crickets. So, I'm eager to see who else is on the line. It's some key people that I text. They should be there. And if they're not there, it's not a problem. But I know who they are. And if they listen to it tomorrow, they'll be like, damn, I should have called in. But the most important thing about this walk that I have is it's only one of me. And I know for a fact that God sent me to do it. And come hell or high water, it will be done. I'm on a 50-cent situation. I'm going to get rich or die trying. I mean, you're going to leave me on the battlefield. So I just... I really appreciate I what you want in life. I want to say to you before you um, move on, I want to make sure that you hear this, okay? Okay, I'm listening. Because um, like me, you have a message that you, you've been given to give. It's your job to give that message. But you never uh-huh. have to be concerned who's listening to that message because, they, like you said, those who are called are called. And right. you can count on that. The ones who are called will listen and heed the message. Those who do not are mm. not your concern. Mm. That was powerful. You know, just give your message. You have been given a message. Do your job. And don't even turn to look back because they're following you. Those who are called. Mm. Okay. Those who are not, don't, that's not even for you to concern yourself. But don't worry Thank about them. Gotcha. Well, okay. to some degree, I'm not going to lie. I move off jealousy. When I say I move off jealousy, it's certain jealous people that have pushed me in a situation. Because I'm a warrant pastor. You know, I cuss, I smoke, and I drink. But at the same time, I'm real enough to be real about it, you know. And I don't believe in Bible thumping. I believe in helping people build and not being a bill. Some people are not well off. I charge anywhere from five to $10,000 a month for my service, but in some cases I got people that need the service. They just don't have the money. But when they get the return on their investment, they don't show up, and they forgot that they never paid. So it gets me into a war mode, and I'm changing that, and I'm growing every day. And what you just said was really key. It's not about me not delivering a message like we're doing in the well. I just got to do what God told me to do and not get wrapped up into his will. That's why Jonah had to go through all this stuff, even after you ran. Exactly. He still had and to I deal with it. So I, I caught it. Yes, Pastor, I'm listening. you have a very powerful message. And I'll tell you something else. There will always be those who are envious and jealous, and they want to generate negativity, and they want to swing on you that which will take away from your message. And you must understand right. that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen. You can count on that. On that, you don't even have to be concerned. You feel me? 
I feel the whole even annoying and moving right now. I got chills. My my hair is standing up on my arms. But you, you definitely annoying you know, yourself. Annoying the point there. in the they line. I'm listening. They will always be there. You don't have to be concerned. Don't even look at them. Just like if you're walking down the street and somebody calls out Philip, and that's not your name. You don't even turn. Right. They're not talking to you. Amen. Oh God, I got it. I receive it, Lord. Thank you. Thus says the Lord. Thank you. I'm, I'm listening. I'm I'm giving God his praise, but I'm, I'm 100% digesting what you're saying. Basically, you're bringing confirmation to several of my prayers and several situations that I got going right now. Like, that's really hard for me, you know. I can't be in three places at one time. One part of me want to be with the religion, the ministry. Another part of me want to be at home. But it's a whole world that's dying. And because this world is dying, it's going to affect my religion ministry with God, and it's going to affect my home. So until I help the world design, I can't get to other things right. It's kind of like the reverse of what Paul said. You can't go out there and get your home. If your home is not right, ministry starts at home, but exactly. I, I, I understand exactly. that. I, I, I know it's like what it plane. is. You know, fix your mess before you try to fix anybody else's mess, because you can't help anyone live until you make sure your life force is being given. So, you know, there well, are I, 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 I'm a firm believer that we're aliens. You know, we, we're, we're here on a temporary situation. What I mean by that is it's certain people that's going to hear the word of God and act on it. It's certain people that's not going to hear it, and four months from now they're going to be the biggest, strongest people. Now, most of the people who wrote the Bible, they were some real gangsters. They did a lot of negative stuff, and because God broke them down, and their weakest point, they seen the face of God, and once they seen the face of God, they was able to do what they was intended for God's will. So everything that you're saying makes sense, and the bottom line is you have a very gift as an apostle to talk to a pastor like me because I'm very strong, stubborn, and really deep-rooted in the Word, but I also understand the reality of the situation. The truth is the truth. So with you being able to go in both sides, you're teaching me some stuff that I didn't know. So just to hear a mighty woman of God break it down you you know how to deal with the Thundercats. You you could be caviar, chitlin, sugar, or champagne. You know you you know how to go in between the rooms. I, I need to learn from you. Please take my number down so I can call you after the show. I don't want to take up all your radio time because you're on fire. You was dropping some you real can, knowledge. You can I'm reach out to me on my social media. Um, you don't have to say your number on the air. You can reach out to me on my so I'm the Yes Coach. Just look for me on 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 Facebook. My name is Pam Heath, and you can write to me at Pam Heath. Pam. At Keith, H-E-A-T-H, like the candy bar, H-E-A-T-H, at yes, coach for the number four, the letter U, yes, coach for you dot com. That's me. Yes, yes, coach for you dot com. So that's that's your website. Yes, yes, coach for you dot com. That's my website. And I coach people well, uh, in the power and the science of yes. Well, I need you right now. I'm in a I'm in a, a new situation and dawning of a new day. And not only am I in a new dawn of a new day, I know for a fact that there's a thousand people right now under the sound of my voice that's hearing this for the first time. But if we don't be proactive to work with people that have no idea on how much power they have and bring them to where they need to go, we won't get our blessings. And as leaders, and as again, that's why I called you apostle. Apostle comes to the church, and they it's like Nathan with David. David was one of the 
few people in the Bible that sinned a lot, but he was a man after God's heart. His heart was in the right place, but he was still here in the physical flesh. And when he did the biggest sin with sleeping with Sheba, was nobody able to come talk to him but Nathan. And Nathan didn't even come and tell him straight off of the bat and said, you sinned against God. He brought him a parable. They was like, oh, man, we need to murder that guy. What I got it, we need to murder is you. And it just it all soaked into him, and that's pretty much where I'm at with my life. So I, 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 I'm stuttering because the anointing is over me, but I need to hear it from an outside source, if that makes sense for you. All right. All right. Well, um, I wish you all the best. You can reach out to me, and, and I'll check in and see how you're doing and what you're up to. There are some other callers on the line. I want to get to them, so I'm going to let you go. Okay. But thank you for I'm calling in by. tonight. Please don't hang me up. I want to hear what they got to say. No. You got it. And you can also get my book on Amazon. It's called Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. Seven Steps okay. to the Life of Your Dreams. Got it. Thank yeah. you so much, sister. Okay. Be blessed. All right. Stay well. Be safe. Okay, so we just had Pastor Don. That was a really great call. Somebody who is a believer in the science of yes and the energy of yes. And um, we're going to move on to the next caller. We've got quite a few callers lined up. Just a moment. Hi, you're on live with Pam Beats, the Yes Coach. Who's this? This is True Medicine X, and I wanted to give a shout-out to Don Jr., CEO, and the winning team. I also wanted to say I have not seen any new age radio shows in a long time. I've been doing the radio show for about five five years strong now, and I'm currently working on this poetry book. It's going to be called Society of Shadows because we all live in one shadow or another, it has four different parts. See, mm-hmm. it's going to talk about me- mental health and mental health abuse and how to overcome it. It's going to be about 50, about 52 poems. And I also wanted to talk to you guys about what God has done for me. So recently I just got released from jail and I had a criminal mischief, a burglary, and it was more so... God's anointing when he just magically opened the doors because something told me I was going to get probation. And see, for a long time, I've been being chained and taken away from what you would call life because of my, you know, my, my knowledge of the spirit. I've sat there and watched people. I've sat there and I wa- I've watched people persecute me. I've been, I've been lied to, came out with just a pair of pants and God has given me a new house. He's given me basically every provision that I asked for. Not only that, but he's given me the power to have dreams and, and see and have visions. Basically, I'm a spiritual consultant. If anybody wants to reach me, my number is 850-375-9183. And again, 850-375-9183. I'm sorry, what was your name again? My name is True Medicine X. And um, I I appreciate your calling into the show. Is there anything you want to ask me? Uh, Yes. Um, Do you know any publishers, anybody that publishes poetry? I do not. uh, Myself, I self-published. I did it on Amazon, and it's a very useful platform because – they will partner with you to sell your book, and there's no charge. 
they only take a percentage of the money you make when you sell the book. So for free, they'll publish your book, you send it to them, and then they'll have it for sale on their website, and then you just drive people to go buy it. And when they buy it, you get, you know, a portion of it, they get a portion of the sale. They print it for you. They okay. do everything for you. And can I ask the name of of the publishing company one more time, please? It's called Kindle. They 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 publish under their Kindle platform, Amazon. Okay. And you know that's if you are willing to self-publish. As far as book publishing companies, there's there's people out there. If you're looking for one, you can find one. But if it were me, I would self-publish. And that way you could do it, I don't know, in terms of, like, budget, you know, but in terms of publishing it, they'll do it for free for a portion of the sale. So you weigh that against, you know, whether or not you'd rather just have someone publish it and then, you know, they take a portion of the sale. To me, it seems easier to self-publish. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So it's up to you. I mean, you know. Do you do you have a computer? Do you do your writing on a computer, or do you freehand? I use my iPhone. I use my iPhone, or I write. And I use, I'm looking for uh, tools for inspiration. So if you have any, any tools for for inspiration. Well, I believe in freeform. I believe in writing. I think that there's something to be said to write out in freehand, and then you can translate it to you know the computer or your iPhone or whatever. But I believe that if there's a connection between your mind and the spirit above, it's it's going to come out through your hands and not through electronics. Do you follow my meaning? Yes, I do. So I I encourage people to write always with with um, a pen, and I prefer blue ink. And and I just go to you know Target or CVS pharmacy and buy those little spiral notepads, and I fill them up with writing. I always have. And then when I get ready to, I translate that into um, Word, and then it was through, um, I went to a a place called Fiverr.com, and I had somebody um, pull my writings together into a book, and then I submitted the book to have it published. And that's how I did it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad you called in. I wish you all the best. Good luck in the future. Stay safe, okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. So that was really incredible. We have um, a lot of people who are listening tonight who are very talented. And I'm very excited that, you know, we have talented people who write poetry, who who have a ministry that are listening to the science of yes and looking to see how they can connect to that energy, which, by the way, I do not own. I'm distinguishing what I see and offering it to you as a possible way that you can, too, connect however it is that you do so. So um, we have another caller I'm going to check in with. Um, Just a moment. Hi, you're on with Pam Heath, the yes coach. Who's calling? Hi. Hi. Hi, it's Carla. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, too. Thank you very much. 
How's it going? How's it going with you? I know, weren't you the one that had the person who left you to go to someone else? Say that again? Didn't you call me last week? Was that you? Uh, Or am I mistaken? Okay, then I'm mistaken. Pardon me. No, there's no guy that left me for someone else. No. No. Okay. No problem. How are you this evening? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I am feeling a little um, I'm not so sure what to do with myself. Um, all of a sudden, I want to raise my fees with my with my personal work that I have. I want to raise my fees. I'm fed up with everything. I'm done. So that's where I'm at. I'm done with people that are takers and want stuff and then get results and I don't get paid for it. And then they well, I think that's, that's, a good, and they, that's a good thing for you to value. You value your services. You value your self-worth. Well, I can't. So, I have you know, like a, yeah, I want to value, of course, man. I mean, that's the whole idea, but... It feels really risky because one time I asked, I said to somebody, you know, if I go over time, I have to charge you. And he wasn't willing to invest in himself. And I was like, okay, I'll add it. I'll add it. But it's not, it's weird how, how they don't value themselves either. So I don't value myself, I guess, the reflection. I mean, I think I'm at a point where I've had enough of this bullshit. The only bad thing I feel is that I I kind of never, I kind of did everything on my own. And so I've never been really good with a therapist myself. Like, I've never really consistently seen anyone. And now, you know, well, they are paying for my services, but I never really was committed to any of it myself. So I feel like this is like a punishment or something that I'm getting this back. I understand. Uh, and it it could be like that sometimes to feel like that, that somehow, some way you're getting payback for some way, something that you did yeah. or said. And, you know, I I personally don't subscribe to that belief. I don't think no, that. No, I don't think it. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think it's true either. But but yeah, I feel yeah. I think I'm I'm not valuing myself, and and I've never I've never known how to do it. And and when I fight the institution, they you know they also don't value what I did. They, it's like everything is about valuing myself. And I hate that. I hate it. I just find it hor. It's like such a constant fight within myself like it's not enough it's not enough and then okay is this you know when I I, I can say like okay my fee is 225 and uh, but yeah you don't have to pay that fee obviously but at least not like too far below you know if you get results well, yeah, like with, if you get it results like you're like, a therapist it, it sounds like you're some kind of therapist I don't know what you do, but let's just say that you didn't do that. Let's say you worked at Ralph's or Albertson's, that you were a clerk in the grocery store. 
And someone came in the line and they were purchasing their groceries. And they, you know, had a head of lettuce. They had a box of cereal. They had these things in their cart. And when you, go, you know, put it through the, the, the cash register, it, ch- it checks off how much it costs. The box of cereal might right. cost $4. The head of lettuce might right. cost 50 cents. That's how much it costs. And after you're done, you look at them and you tell them, okay, that'll be eighty nine sixteen, And they can't look at you and go, well, I don't want to pay that. Right. But what happened if they do that? You'd be then like, okay, they... well, then you have, to put some... you have to put something back because that's how much it costs. Yeah, that's how much it costs. It's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. This is what it costs. Especially if you didn't have the money to buy it, you should have. But you understand that that happens all the time. People go to the cash register. You've probably been in back of somebody who suddenly said, oh, my God, I don't have enough, and they start putting stuff back. Because the reality is this is what it costs. If you want this, you have to pay that. If you don't have that, then something has to go back. You cannot have this if you don't have that price. Yeah. And that is the conversation I want you to get clear about because nobody in that store is feeling hurt if you can't pay their price. No, and, and if they say no, and they and, say, and okay, you, I can't afford it, that they can leave and find somebody else because I don't want exactly. to waste my time. You have to go, with some and I got a kid over here who's working after school. He'll just throw this stuff back in the shelf. And there, do you understand there's no And loss, they can pay no for problem. other things, but they can't pay for their inner recovery. Then, exactly. then you know, give me a break. That, they, can't, they need to get out of line and let somebody else step up. And do you know what I want yeah. you to get clear about is that the clerks in the store don't lose one ounce of energy around this. If you've ever seen them, they never. You, I've never seen a single clerk go, "What's the matter with you? Don't you have enough money? Well, why did you come in here in the first place?" You, you never see that, do you? They just no. very matter of factly say, "This is what it costs." Oh, okay. Well, can let's put some things back. Okay, can do you yeah. have it now? Okay, great. They're really, really calm because it's not it's not caught up in their personal feelings about themselves at all. This is what it costs. Do you have it? If you don't have it, do you want to take something out? Do you want to go home and I'll have this guy put this stuff? They have nothing. No loss of energy, no loss, no upset. There's nothing. They're happy. No, because they're getting they're, their paycheck. They're right, getting their they're paycheck. Paid, but it's not just it's not just I want you to be coachable. It's not just because they're getting their paycheck. Because if they're jerks, they'd still be upset with you. Because it's not a reflection of their person or personality that you don't have enough money to pay them. It has nothing to do with them. They're not taking it personally. Like you chose their line out of all the lines to get in. They don't go there. That's what I'm pointing to. It's not personal. This is what it costs. Exactly. If you don't have it, it's not negotiable. It's not negotiable. I can't do anything for you. The only thing you and I can do is figure out what we can do for the money you have. Now, if I take this and this out, you can buy this. But you can't have everything on this table because you don't have enough money to afford everything on this table. And it's not personal. Their their personality is not involved. And it's not because they're getting a paycheck. 
everybody gets a paycheck, but some people are jerks and some people are not. But I want you to notice that in the grocery store, nobody's taking anything personally because they understand there's compassion. They know times are rough and you need to but buy so, food. and you might. So you have yeah, something going on that's personal and you need to cut it out. It's not personal. You have a service. It costs this much. People want that service. Everybody wants that service. Some can afford it. Some cannot. When you get to the yep. point where you're making the kind of money that Dr. Phil makes, you can do pro bono work and, and honor your compassion for everybody to get what you have. But, sweetheart, everybody exactly. can't afford what you have. And because they can't afford it doesn't mean you should feel bad. You need to right. learn. If you need to go and do some homework, go to the grocery store. Go down to Ralph's or, or Lucky's. Go to the grocery store. And watch people in line just pay for their groceries, and nobody's taking it personal, ever. Nobody takes it personal. This is what it costs. Oh, you don't have enough? Okay, step out of the line. My friend here will take everything back. Oh, you you want this but not that? Okay, great. They're just doing what there is to do. You might want to go and stand there and watch them for a while because that's the way you want to be about your services. That's what you want to emulate. That's the science of yes. You want to stand in what you are committed to having versus wallowing in what you don't want. That's like going to the restaurant, sitting down, picking up the menu, and then the waitress walks up and you go, well, I don't want pancakes. And I don't want this. And I don't want that. You would never do that. The waitress walks up and you tell her what you want. You wouldn't lead with what you don't want. And it's the same thing in life. When you're generating your career, you don't lead with what you don't. Well, I don't want clients that can't pay me. No, I want clients who not only pay my value and my worth and my price, but actually give me bonus when they are fully satisfied. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of client I want. But you notice I'm saying it because I'm a yes. You want to be a yes, too. I want clients that pay my price. With no argument, not only do they not argue, but when they're fully satisfied, they actually give me bonus. That's what exactly. I want. Exactly. I agree with it's you. Because when they, no, I don't even have to justify or anything, but if they come in, let's say, for example, they're at the bottom of their life and nothing has worked for them, nothing, nothing, nothing. And six months later, they're like, or eight months later, they're like doing something completely different in their life. They don't even they they've even forgotten where they were. I, I didn't forget, you know. I don't feel like I'm worth that little. I'm worth more, and I don't want to settle anymore. Yeah, but what I'm pointing to, um, like earlier, I had uh, the pastor on the call that you know he has a message and he's here to deliver it. If you're here, if your calling here on earth is to be a therapist, things that hold them back in life, and you're able to do it successfully, then you're fulfilling your destiny and your happiness is hinged on your ability to do this, not how they feel about it. Right. If you're looking for them to validate your destiny, you're looking in the wrong place. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm just like, I've had enough of this. Stop it. Uh, I'm done. 
I'm I'm not I'm worth more, and I want to val- value and validate myself. And I don't need anybody else. I I just I do have to find the the clients now, and I have the means to find them. It's not like I don't, so it's fine. Um, you know, I can negotiate something, but I'm not going to go below a certain fee. And and it's at just least. as simple as that. It's not even like the the thing I want to offer you with all the power and love I can offer to you yeah. is to focus on what you want and not on what you don't want and not because you're done or you've had enough. Not for that reason, because that's more of the thing to pass. Well, what I would invite you to do is to create what you want and live into that as a possible future, okay? Like I said, create that my clients can afford my services. I only attract clients that can afford my services and that they are not only are they going to pay my price, but when they're fully satisfied and complete, they pay me bonus. And that's what I'm telling you to say. And what I just said to you is different from what you said back to me. Okay? It's different because you keep talking about the past and the way it was and how you're done. And I keep saying it's irrelevant to the past. You're creating the future, and you just like a painter that walks up to a canvas, when a painter begins to paint, he doesn't paint from a canvas that already has a picture on it. He paints from nothing. So why just lay clean and create the next chapter of your life from nothing? Yeah. Create it from yes. This is the way it's going to look from now on. This is my prize. And these are the clients who are going to pay my price. And the only clients that are going to come to me that I'm going to attract are the ones who can pay my price and are satisfied, fulfilled, and happy. And that's what I'm creating. And that's the way you go forward from that on. And don't be concerned about anything else. Don't even listen to anything else. If someone comes along and they can't pay your price, then it's just like at the grocery store. This is what it yeah, costs. that's right. This is what it costs. Okay, you can't pay that? We'll come back when you can. It'll be here. Yeah, exactly. And it'll be here when you can. Next. Yeah, there are plenty of people. It's because you love people, because you're a stand for people, because you want to give and create power on everybody, you want to see, well, how can I work it out so you can afford it? No, no. Maybe one day when you're abundant and prosperous and you can take on pro bono, you can do that then. But right now, you got to take care of you. And you have but a price. I, I, I got to feel valuable. I mean, this is crappy. It can't be crappy so no more. Mediocre. Right. You know? Again, again, it's not about no more. It's about what you're creating, not what you're fixing. Okay? Yeah. You're creating, creating an abundant. I'm creating abundant. I'm creating I'm creating what I like. I'm creating exactly. what I am interested in. I'm interested in working with people that can afford my fee. That's what excites me right now. Exactly. 
And with and that money, I can pay my freaking bills and not have to wait four months or four weeks to pay for everything. I just want to be able to exactly. pay and move on. And again, again, that's all very lovely, and that's not what this is about. It's not about the past and what didn't work. We're only going to focus on what works. We're only going to yeah. focus on what you want. And everything else is complete. And if it's not complete, get it complete. If it's not complete, yeah. get it complete. Because that's over. You told me it's done. I believe you. When something's done, it's, it's done. done. You don't go back and look at that it. that one person, like I can give you four, three, two more sessions, and then I can't do it on this fee anymore. I just can't. Then, just and, can't and tell you the truth, tell you the truth, it's matter of fact. It's not painful. It's not sad. It's what's so. That's like saying I'm yes. five foot four and I want to be five foot five. I'm sorry you want to be five foot five. You're five foot four. Yeah, I'm not sad about you. that. It's just what's so. I can't offer you anything other than five foot four because that's what you are. And it's the same thing. I My price is this and you've been paying that. I'll give you two more sessions at that price. And after that, it goes to my normal price. If you can't afford that, God bless you. Thank you so much. Next. No, yeah, and that's the fact. Harsh. It sounds harsh and it sounds cruel, but it's what's so. Well, the other and when you yeah, can... it's kind of hard for me because I'm like, oh, who's going to, I'm not going to be working that much. Well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe then I can have some space for other okay. things. Okay, maybe that's what's going to happen. You're not going to be working as much, or maybe you'll be working twice as much because you're only attracting the people who can afford you. Exactly. I just created that because I'm a yes. That's what I create. I don't even know what you do. Because I go to yes. That's my first go-to. Not only am I going to be working twice as much, I'm going to be making twice as much money because I no longer accept less than what I'm worth. Because yeah. I'm a yes. And I bring yes to the conversation. And I wish that we had more time, but we just ran out of time. The show's over. But I invite you to take on the coaching that I gave you. Buy my book. It's on Amazon. The, the book is Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. And then come back next week and tell me how it went, okay? Thank you so much for coming on. I wish you all the best. Stay safe. Stay well. And I'll talk to you soon. Good night. Yeah. Okay, everybody, that's it. That's the show for tonight. It was a really awesome show. We went a little bit over. I don't know what happens when we go over, but um, that's it for the show tonight. Thank you for being here. We'll be back next Thursday at 8 p.m., and I will wish you all the best for the week, and I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.